0: With me right now is Ender Brady, UK correspondent. Ender, hello.
1: Hey, Heather. How are you?
0: I'm okay. What do you make of Piers Morgan naming the Royals?
1: Well, he's on my show next week, so I hope he doesn't do it on my show. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What will you do, Ender, if he
0: does? Uh,
1: Hit the dump Trying to shut Piers up is not going to happen. So, look, he's... He's a phenomenal broadcaster. He knows what he's doing and he gets millions and millions of viewers. So he obviously thought that this was of interest. Uh, Look, I I think he's probably based it on the reason that if you go online, now I'm obviously not going to name these people on your show Mm -hmm. because I don't want to get sued and I don't want ZB getting in trouble either. You don't have to go very far online to find the screenshot that a Dutch journalist put out of the page. We've all got various different translation apps, you can run it through them, and yeah, it's there. But I think the big question is, how did it get into the Dutch version when the guy says he wrote the book in English and he handed over a manuscript in English? And in my experience, translators don't go rogue and start adding in plot lines to books.
0: Right, so the investigation's going to what? end up with somebody being fired?
1: Possibly. I think the publishers will want to know how a version that was on sale the other day in the Netherlands differed so hugely from everything else that's been in the English world mm. uh, and this only came to people's attention because the Dutch guy was speed reading the book to see what he could write about for his royal watchers in the Netherlands he got to page 128 and I think he probably dropped the book
0: Ooh, yeah probably okay well thank you for that Enda, and I just need to say surprised it wasn't it wasn't Anne because that was the rumour and she's been cleared isn't she now the civil service are upset because what they have to go into the office three days a week
1: three days a week. Can you imagine, Heather? They're getting upset at being told by bosses. Ultimately, the government, led by the Prime Minister, he wants people back. COVID is over, and the UK civil service are in uproar. Now, the unions have very quickly got involved here. You've seen the year we've had with strikes absolutely everywhere. The unions are not threatening a strike over this. They're pointing out that they've surveyed their members, and they're saying that 40% of them are planning to leave next year that they quite frankly do not want to return to the office three days a week. They're quite happy as it is doing two in the office and three at home. And I think this is being replicated all across London as far as I can see. I look at buildings that are empty. You go in on certain days on public transport, it's empty. Nobody goes in on a Monday and a Friday. Um, It's extraordinary. And the civil service in the UK, they do not like being told what to do. And they're saying they will not work three days a week in the office.
0: Jeez, they just make you want to fire them, don't they? Owen oh, Farrell, so he's not going to play the Second Nations because, is it because of mental health reasons?
1: That's what he says, yeah. So I think, look, him and his family have probably taken a fair bit of abuse off that Rugby World Cup campaign. We see these keyboard warriors everywhere. Anyone time, Anyone drops a ball or anything goes wrong, they don't like, they're straight on lambasting people. Um, I've met Owen, he's a fantastic fella. I've been invited to training with England to watch him play, Uh, uh, Just the absolute epitome of a first class professional rugby player and he's stepping back so he's not going to play the Six Nations. The bronze runoff game against Argentina was his 112th cap. He's been playing for his country for 11 years. And he's the, the lifeblood of the English team. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great shame that he's stepping back from the Six Nations. Now, obviously, there's a tour of New Zealand next year. Um, you know, that will be a big test for him as to whether you know, his love of rugby wants to bring him back for that. I would imagine it will. But for now, he's focusing on, focusing on his um, club career with Saracens.
0: Yeah. Enda, listen, thank you for running us through that. Let us know how it goes with Piers Morgan. We'll, talk, we'll have to talk to you about that again. Okay, here we go. That's Enda Brady, by the way, our UK correspondent.